0: Showtime!
1: Everyone, welcome to the Rosie and Bill Show. Our guest this week is an award-winning artist who is in demand. She is working nonstop all over the country in the pursuit of a lifelong dream. Please welcome to the Rosie and Bill Show, singer, songwriter, and the pride of Huntsville, Ontario, Alexis Taylor. Alexis, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Of course, we are excited. You've got a lot going on here. I do, yes. Never a dull moment. (laughs) Well,
2: Before we get into all the great things that are going on, Alexis, one thing that we really enjoy getting to know from our guests is finding out when it was that you realized your calling in life. Now, for you, is it safe to say that you were kind of born into music or music was kind of born into you or? What, what, what do you yeah. want to say about that?
3: No, I, I like the way how you put that, music being born into me. I, I come from a very musical family. Um, both my parents are singers and songwriters. Um, my mom focuses mainly on Christian music and my dad does country music. And I just remember ever since I was a kid, always singing, always being around when my mom's playing piano my dad's playing guitar. So it just kind of felt natural to me to kind of have a career in music. And I mean, there was never any really question about it. I just kind of knew that
2: that's what I was meant to do. That That's pretty powerful. So, you know, so many times that people maybe dabbled in other things, and then they may have had sort of that epiphany or that light bulb moment. But wow, to have it there from the beginning I'm as you're saying that I'm thinking how cool must that be
3: yeah and and I think one of the coolest parts about it was that my parents knew um the industry so they kind of they've always been there to kind of help me along the way encourage me and really support me but also just anytime I have questions or anytime I'm writing a song or you know singing I'm like what do you think about this and a lot of people don't have that opportunity to get that guidance, um, especially from their parents. So that's, that's always been a really cool thing, uh, for me,
1: for sure. As you were talking about that, I was thinking what a great gift that is to not only be able to ask them questions about it, but just to, ha- on the a base level to have their support for the artist's life.
3: Yeah. And they know how hard it is too. So it's kind of, it's the best of both worlds because not only can I come to them when I need help with like songwriting advice or hey, how do I play this guitar chord or whatever? But it's also just like they've always been there and, and they know they know how it is and how how hard it can be. So um so yeah, it's it's awesome having parents that totally get where I'm coming from, definitely.
1: Did you start singing when you were like a little itty bitty baby girl?
3: Yes, yes, from like the time I could talk I was singing. Um, My parents would tell me that they would play in bars and clubs when I was younger and sometimes if it was um, more of like a nicer restaurant they would they would bring me along and I would just be singing along every word and and all that. So definitely from a young age.
1: <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. Now I understand that the first time you went to Nashville you were captivated and you knew that's where you wanted to be. What was it about Music City that drew you in?
3: What didn't draw me in? I mean, it's have you guys ever been to to Nashville?
1: Yes.
2: <laughs> We so, were just talking about that before you joined us. Yeah. <laughs>
3: there's, just, there's just this magic about the city, and I just fell in love with all of the all of the sights and sounds of of nashville and and being from Canada, too. I think I just felt right at home because country music was always what I listened to growing up. And getting to stand right on Broadway and listen to every single bar on every single like, street, every avenue, everything, just music. And to someone who you know, might not like music that much, it's like, oh my goodness, make it stop, it's chaos. But, <laughs> but for me, I was like, oh my goodness, this is beautiful. Like you hear 30 different bands from 30 different bars on three different floors of every, every place. And it was just amazing to me. And the amount of talent that the city has too, it's just, it's incredible.
1: That's true. It really is. And I know when I was there, i it was the middle of the afternoon and we walked into one place and it was a solo artist, just acoustic solo artist. And, and we just sat down and we enjoyed that. It's nice that you can enjoy music kind of any time of the day. And you're right. There's so many talented people.
3: Yeah, there is no shortage of talent in this place for sure.
1: So it wasn't a difficult transition for you then to move from a small town in Ontario to, to um, Nashville?
3: It was kind of difficult. I, I didn't really know anyone. I kind of moved here on a whim by myself. And um, I was going to school in Virginia at the time when I kind of decided to to move to Nashville. And yeah, not not really knowing anyone, not really having any friends or anyone that's kind of there to kind of show you around or... Apparently there's a lot of do's and don'ts on Broadway and I had to find that out on my own. So can you give um, us some of them? Well, apparently <laughs> I remember I remember singing in this one bar and, um, and I was playing a double downtown on Broadway. And I said, okay guys, like make sure, you know if, if you're gonna hang out, come hang out at the next bar. I'm playing at. I'm playing there um, later tonight And I didn't realize that you weren't supposed to say that, um, which I probably should have known better, but it was like, Hey, if you're around at six o'clock tonight, come see me here. And right after my show, it was like, you can't do that. Like you cannot say that you're playing somewhere else because our business is going to be at the next bar. So I was like, okay, like learn the hard way, learn the lesson. Like, don't do that. (laughs) So stuff Aww. like that, where it's like, you know, I didn't, I didn't necessarily think anything of it,
1: but yeah, you're just excited.
3: Yeah. So, but now I know. So <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, now you just write it down and pass out little notes quietly. Yeah. You know, to the audience. Know. Here, pass this down the row. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, back to, uh, again, that sort of that transition, one of your early tours, took you to Scandinavia. How cool was that? And how big is country music way up north?
3: Gosh, that was a trip of a lifetime. I got to go with a good friend of mine, Doug Seegers. And he's actually really popular over there. And country music is huge over there. And I didn't even realize how big it was when when I initially decided to go and and tag along opening up for, for Doug. People were just so amazing and it was just such an incredible experience not only like seeing you know Sweden and Norway and Germany and, and all those places I had never been it was my first time over there so that was really cool but just also being on tour with with someone who knew the ropes of music and very very humble very talented very gracious in the way that he was like okay like you know, if you want to do this, you can do this. And, you know, showing me how he writes songs and, you know, here, let, let me have you come up on stage and and use my band. Um, If you want to come and do a few songs while I'm on stage. So it was really cool to see um, just someone who really wanted to help me and support me and also just how he handled music and how he um, wrote and played country music and, and, everything in between it was it was such an amazing
1: trip that sounds incredible if you notice behind bill you can see he put some things up there in honor of that trip
2: (laughs) (laughs) i I love it Um, i've got a sweden hat and a norway hat and and i must confess alexis i'm scandinavian so i'm swedish and norwegian so (laughs) i kind of knew it was a big deal but i asked the question anyway because i really wanted to hear about your trip
3: yeah no i honestly that's to this day i have some of my favorite memories from being on stage from being over there everyone was just so wonderful and so nice and especially in like the more northern towns um a lot of the people that we met in sweden didn't necessarily speak um full english they they could speak some just depending on where we were um and And even after the shows, they would come up and in broken English and like, even we had a translator and it was just, they were so kind and so happy that we were there and so sweet. And, you know, I I would love to go back. So hopefully
1: one day. (laughs) That sounds like such a great trip and a great memory for you. Yeah. Uh, Along those lines, obviously that's something that you will cherish and hope to repeat. But it's not always sunshine and roses in this business. And I understand that your latest single Long Way Home was inspired kind of from the not so good times that you were kind of ready to throw in the towel at one point. Can you talk to us about that and what inspired your the song?
3: Yeah, I uh, I actually wrote the song here behind me on my living room floor. <laughs> and um, I was just, I had finished a show, I think the day or two before, and I just kind of, I I wasn't really writing all that much. I wasn't, um, I wasn't really feeling inspired. I wasn't feeling motivated. I wasn't feeling very good about things at all. And, um, and so I remember picking up my guitar and just, you know, strumming a few chords, thinking to myself, like, what am I doing here? I, I haven't written in such a long time. I, I need to be writing more, like, you know, try, trying to compare myself to, to people who are writing every day. And I'm like, I'm not doing any of that. Um, and it was really kind of like one of those moments where I feel like I was probably more hard on myself than I, than I should have been. Um, however, I just kind of thought to myself, while I was kind of thinking, what are you doing here? Well, why don't you just go home? And then I was thinking, well, you're you're an awfully long way from home to turn back now. So that's kind of what started um, the idea behind long way from home. I uh, I then of course picked up my guitar and, and started writing um, long way from home. And the chorus kind of came first and then the verses came because for me being from Canada, um, especially uh, very, very long way from home, but I also feel as though that song really resonated with me and the whole struggle of, okay, you, you've come this far. Do you really want to quit? Like, I can't really quit. There's a lot of people who are depending on me and, and believing in me and have supported me and I don't want to hurt them by calling it quits and throwing in the towel. So that's kind of where that song came from. And I finally was able to, to sit down and, and write that. And uh, I showed it to my parents and they were of course like, oh, well, what if you, you know, fix this part here? Or what if you go up here instead of down? Or so they, they played a big part in that too. So it was it was cool. And I'm honestly, for as low as I was feeling when I was writing that song, I feel like that makes the song even better mm. because every time I perform it and any time I perform it, I just sing it that much louder. And I truly believe every word that I'm singing.
1: Oh, that's great. I know one of the lines that that resonated with me was the Lord, please forgive me. I'm losing my faith. I was like, oh. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I, I have grown up in the church. I've grown up, you know, uh, parents very heavily involved in the worship team. And uh, I was also very involved in, in music at my church growing up. And I feel as though God has been a huge part of my life ever since I was a kid. And so that line, I, I wanted to put something about faith and God and, you know, something Um, of that nature in there Um, because I I truly believe that I wouldn't be where I am today without God so I wanted to make sure that I I put something in there that kind of was able to not only reassure my own self um, when I when I need hope but others as well
1: well that was beautiful it came through
2: Yes, and Alexis, before I ask this next question of you, I'd I'd like to make a comment based on what you just said, and that whole experience of what brought you to to writing the song, to actually writing the song, and then the substance that you talked about within the song. You're from Canada, we're from just outside of Philadelphia, uh, the land known for Rocky Balboa, where it's not about how hard you hit. It's about how many times you can get hit and keep coming forward and keep moving forward because that's how winning is done. And that's exactly what you did. And using your faith and finding that strength, just to me, I just, I love hearing stories like that. And I just want to congratulate you for not giving up and not throwing in the towel, but hanging in there and coming up with an absolutely beautiful song. So congratulations on that. Thank you. You are so sweet. (laughs) You're very welcome. And now my question, but first one other quick comment, because anyone who's seen your Facebook page, of which I'm a big fan of your Facebook page, can (laughs) see that on any given day of any given week of any given month, Uh you are out somewhere playing a gig in some city, some state, some (laughs) country, somewhere. How do you keep up that crazy schedule. And how do you manage to keep your voice in such great shape? Um,
3: lots of NyQuil or ZQuil, I guess I should say. <laughs> I uh, I need like a calendar that I could write everything down on. I, I use my phone a lot um, to make sure, you know, I, I have everything in check, but getting sleep, I feel like is the most important thing to me to get, you know, staying my my voice all up kept and everything and you know trying to make sure I'm I'm energized and whatnot so um yeah just sleep and and my calendar that's kind of how I try to keep everything straight and uh I mean I love traveling so I kind of have the best of both worlds where it's like even though I'm on the road I love exploring I love going on adventures I love hiking Um, there's really so much um free time that I have when I'm not on stage, when I'm not performing, um, so I'm I'm pretty lucky in that sense. I get to not only have adventures, go out and do fun things, but then also um, explore new
1: cities and, and sing in those new cities as well. What have you got coming up? Fun in 2020, you know, for the rest of 2022. I'm in Michigan. I'm in Oklahoma.
3: Um, just lots of places. So super excited. Um, about my upcoming shows. And then also I'm planning on releasing some new music uh, next month, fingers crossed. So.
2: Well, Alexis, I have one last question for you. And that is this, as an artist, singer, songwriter, performer, kind of encapsulate it all. What does success or what will success look like for you? And when will you know that you've achieved it? like that's a tough question
3: for me because i'm always setting goals for myself um i think success for me would be to be able to not only provide for myself and my family but also providing enough to others that are in need so it's not necessarily about a record deal or a publishing deal or sold out tour dates i just want to be able to you know, not only give back to my family for all the years of them helping me and supporting me and everything in between, but also just giving back to the community. And, um, you know, I've got a lot of big plans and big dreams of, you know, one day trying to open up an organization and trying to help not necessarily, um, well, I guess, yeah, in in my hometown, Um, there's, there's not really a very big music program in my hometown. And for me, that was something that really changed my life because I had such an amazing music teacher. And so I want to be able to still help people and, and propel high school students that, you know, maybe they don't know what they want to do, or maybe they have a passion for playing guitar or piano or something. I want to try to help, um, help get that started because I think after I graduated the music department kind of cut its funding in I'm not sure how much funding but they, they cut the funding a little bit and so it's just been something that's been on my heart to kind of you know pay it forward and and do that kind of stuff um so basically success for me would be just being able to make enough money to to do all that and make that kind
1: of come to fruition. That's a worthy goal. And it's true that you never know the impact that programs like that can have. That can make the difference between someone saying, wow, now I know what I want to do with my life. And I feel like I, I know that I have the ability and the training and the talent to go do it, you know. So it's, it is important, especially with, with things that have, programs that have been cut. Now you mentioned record deals and selling out arenas and things like that. What is it that you like about where you are now as an independent artist?
3: I just like being able to put out the music that I want and being able to travel as much as I can and, not really necessarily have anyone say, oh, well, no, you can't do that. So so that's kind of, I think, what I like the most about being an independent artist, um, because I think that my my music and mm-hmm. how I write, I'm kind of free to, to do whatever I want in that sense. So that's, that's a really um, great thing for me, because I feel like sometimes in the past, when i've worked even with other songwriters in in a co-write if me and another songwriter are working on a song and and we kind of finish it but then they come back a few weeks later and they're like oh well i finished up the rest of it and it's kind of like well well i wouldn't say that so you know I, I know the song is technically supposed to be for me to sing but but i would i would never say it like that or i would never say this line or i would never sing that melody, um, and I feel like the same would be true if I got a publishing deal or a record deal where they're like, oh no, you, you can't say that line. Like, no, we don't want you to do that. So it's nice to be able to have the freedom to kind of say what I want and do what I want um, without holding who I am back.
2: Alexis, I'll say this, um, what you're doing is working. And I also wanted to say that when we first communicating back and forth about you coming on the show it was in large part because we really enjoyed your music and really had a lot of respect for you as an artist but now that we've had you on the show we have even more respect for you and appreciation for you as a person and everything you've said and everything you've stood for so thank you so much for joining us today it truly has been a pleasure having you on the show
3: well thank you again so much and i i really appreciate that and i mean you guys must see hundreds of people come
1: on the show. So that that really does mean a lot. Thank you. We wish you all the best in your shows coming up and the, the new album that you're working on. And uh, you're fantastic. And I'm sure you have a bright future ahead. So thank you again for sharing that with us. Folks, thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next week.
0: end up right back Keep going.